Hey everybody, this is William. Happy to be joining you again for another edition of Living Faith Bible Talk. I wanted to come on and do a quick upload uh, and recognize Easter. We are in the season where we recognize the resurrection of our Savior. And I wanted to share a little bit of a message that I'm sharing with my church today. He's alive. That's the simple message. Jesus is alive. Uh, First off, we call ourselves Christians because we follow the life and teachings of Jesus. I've been teaching my church and I've been sharing with you here on the podcast the teachings of Christ according to the Gospel of John. And it's been so many powerful lessons that we've learned uh, in the book of John. And those teachings are so important. They weren't just relevant back then when he actually did those things and taught those things. But as modern day contemporary believers, those teachings are important right now. I mean, if you think back on the woman at the well and her story, I mean, you can look at and say, you know what, it was great then. But when we broke that story down and talked about the living word experience and how truth really sets us free and how service to God, worship to God is so important to our lives, we see how relevant it is to us today. And so his teachings have been critical to my growth, and I'm certain that his teachings have been critical to your growth. Um, uh, The second thing I'm going to share is that uh, the sacrifices of the Old Testament have been covered and satisfied by Jesus. If you don't know, Jesus's sacrifice on the cross represents what Old Testament uh, teachings was, and that was if you wanted to have your sins forgiven, you had to sacrifice a pure lamb for uh, your sins, and it had to be pure blood. And by Jesus giving his life for us, he replaced all of that. He made it possible that we can have a perfect sacrifice one time. And we didn't have to go back every year, but it was a one-time sacrifice that resolved all of our sin issues and brought us back into alignment with God. That's why we keep a constant look at the cross, because the cross is a representation of the covering of the blood that set us free. When you feel like, or you're in that moment where you feel like you're not worthy, you feel uh, depressed and enemies trying to pressure you to feel less than who you are, when you look at or think about the cross, it is supposed to be a reminder that you have been forgiven. That's right. You have been forgiven for your sins. The enemy can't take that away. No matter how bad he tries to make you feel, no matter how depressed he tries to make you feel, no matter how emotional he tries to make you you have the cross and that is something to celebrate. Now that leads into the third thing I'm going to share with my church and that is we are celebrating freedom. Christ's death on the cross and ultimate resurrection, which we're celebrating, is a celebration of freedom. He set you free. Now he sets you free so that you can live a life that will glorify God. Now let me just say this thing. He did so many wonderful things during his ministry, but perhaps the most powerful and transcendent thing he did was show that he had ultimate control and power over everything, including death. If he had power over death, that means he has power over everything. The thing that most people, if not all people fear, is that last hurrah, that last breath, that last moment. When death happens, it's over. Life is over. If some of you have buried family and loved ones and you know what it feels like to feel like life is over, you've seen somebody's life end and they're not coming back. And you know, ultimately, that's what's going to happen to you. But when you read the story of the resurrection, It is a story of our Savior who has power over death. And when you read Revelations, we're going to come back. We're going to be resurrected. We're going to be judged. And by the grace of God, we're going to be entering the kingdom of God and spending eternity worshiping him. 
So that freedom is what we celebrate. Now, I do highlight a few instances that happened after his resurrection. In John chapter 20, verse 15, he appears to Mary. John chapter 20, verse 19, he appears to his disciples. John chapter 20, verse 26, he appears to Downing Thomas. John chapter 21, verse 5, he fishes and has dinners with the disciples. And I highlight those things just to kind of uh, talk a little bit about what happened after he, he resurrected and that he showed himself to people as evidence of his, his return. Now, what I end uh, in this message, what I end on in this message is a recitation of 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 20 through 25. I wanted to end with the recitation of the scripture because there's nothing more powerful than reading God's word. I can teach it. I can preach it. I can break it down. I can do all these great things, but it's nothing like hearing the word of God for yourself. In my, my home church, we used to say, I'm a reading your hearing. I'm a recite in your hearing the following verses. And the recitation of God's word is deep. I'm going to do that for you now. And I pray that you feel the power of God's word as I read these words. This is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 20 to 25. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is gracious in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example, so that you might follow his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. I pray that you are blessed by the reading of God's word. I pray that you're blessed this Easter. I pray that you are in a Bible teaching church where you are uh, given the opportunity to hear the Easter story. It is a story that does not get old because it applies to your life today. Family, I look forward to the next time we get together for the next edition of Living Faith Bible Talk. Happy Easter. God bless you and I love you.